Welcome to Culture Dumps. I'm Ryan Lichten. And I am Parks Miller. Today is another culinary dump, our food and beverage uh, series within Culture Dumps. Today we are talking about a beverage, not a shitty fast food item or, uh, you know, some dumb condiment. It is a drink today, probably one of the most notorious drinks to have ever been released to the public. Um, especially in the alcohol world, because with alcohol, very little changes with it. You know, as right. as time goes on, there's mm-hmm. not like new booze. You know that 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 much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like new forms of booze. Right. Yeah. It, it's just not a thing. Like you know, there's new cocktails and stuff, but booze itself stays the same. But in the early to mid 2000s, there was a new alcohol drink, a, a demon birth to this planet. We're talking about four loco. For Loco, I I'm honored that you know we got to be part of that. <laughs> we got to we got to be part of that time. You know, is that um, the word for it? Honored. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you know, and, and then that can be our little like old man moment of just right. I remember when Four Loco would kill find you. Some, yeah, we got to go find some teenagers like getting fucked up. Right. Yeah. Behind a church and be like, you don't know shit about four loco. Yeah, what do you know about four loco? Yeah, but it, then you literally can't even bring. You can't even. There are no more, so you can't even like. You can't even show it. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I imagine the kid in this situation just doesn't even know. They're like, that guy's crazy. What is he talking about? Yeah, exactly. Exist. He's loco. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and as we find out uh, later, they should have. Uh, you know, it should be called Four Noco now because there's none of the good stuff uh, in it. But why is Four Loco a culture dump? I mean, you can go into any liquor store, any you know convenience store for the most part, and find these you know neon camouflage tall boys of Four Loco. But the thing is, now they are different than than they were, and it was so immensely popular, and it was super, super time-specific, because it only lasted, like, the Four loco the proper, <laughs> you know, only lasted, like, a short amount of time, so it's super time-specific, it's, like, a nostalgia thing for people of a certain age, and it lives on in notoriety as, like, the most dangerous alcoholic beverage ever released. Like, alcohol in general, first of all, I will just say, out of all the drugs and substances in the world, is kind of the worst and the scariest, because it's just like, right. it's just always there. <laughs> and it, It's always bad. And I mean, you've got, you know, your, I mean, other than, maybe, I don't know, moonshine or something. Right. I mean, obviously, you have your classic grain alcohols, which your Everclears. also felt like a, and I think that has something to do with maybe when it's really, I mean, obviously, if it's just high in alcohol content, then it's dangerous. It's more dangerous. Yes, um, but that's not does, necessarily the thing with Four Loco, as we'll as right. we'll discover. It was notorious because it was very, you know, it was of the time. Yes. To have all these other ingredients in it and catching that energy drink wave. Right. In so, addition to the just the constant... Uh, wave of getting drunk since the beginning of time yes it, it, exactly so you know yes like for those that that don't know uh th- those that were too old to try it or those 
you know, young enough to try it, uh, but smart enough not to. It was a caffeinated alcoholic beverage with an extremely high alcohol content uh, for the serving size that it came in, which is like your 24 ounce, you know, tall can. But yes, it had a ton of caffeine in it and it led to lawsuits and deaths and all sorts of tragedies and mishaps. And just about anyone that drank Four Loco when it was released with all of the original ingredients has some kind of horror story attached to it or knows someone that has like a horror story attached to it. And we'll get into that a, a little later in this very special segment towards the end of this episode. But we were, I, I forgot why I was even thinking about it the, the other day that made me think, oh my God, it's a culture dump. But uh, my girlfriend, she showed me that they actually made like these gloves that were made out of like beer koozie material that you, you would put your hand in and then there was a koozie like attached to the palm of the glove where you would keep a can of four loco. So like, it was like a four loco power glove and like, oh. and like just the encouragement to drink this stuff right. is scary on its own. Cause it is terrifying alcohol stuff here, folks. That's kind of, I remember, did you play that game, Edward 40 Hands? I am you, familiar with it, but I did not play yeah, it. But go ahead and explain that for the folks at yeah, home. Yeah, so you would, I, this all just feels as if it's in that uh, early uh, underage alcohol abuse period. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. the, the only people that do this aren't old know, enough to drink. Maybe, yeah, maybe not everyone actually did go through a period like this. Uh, Ryan and I did. Uh, some people I know did. Uh, but Edward 40 Hands was you would tape. <laughs> uh, to forties to each hand, and basically your tape, so you can't. You're There's not no getting to out. Take it off until you finish the forties. I mean, really, I haven't had a forty or of, of malt liquor in probably just as long. But the glove you're talking about almost sounds like sort of a, a right. halfway in between. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, literally attached to your hand, the drink. See, and with Four Loco, again, it's still around, folks, but now it is not caffeinated. And that's a huge thing. We're going to go through the history of Four Loco and when that happened, the, the switch over, uh, as, as we'll call it, or the death of original Four Loco. But like to encourage people to like, oh, no, you should wear these gloves with Four Locos in them. And then like another popular thing that I saw people doing and people still do now is they'll tape like multiple cans and like a tower, but with a hole punched oh, yeah. in the bottom. So you can shotgun like four cans at once. Right. And mm -hmm. of course with like, you know, especially on like college campuses and in like frat life and stuff like that, like drinking to absolute excess is like a power move, <laughs> uh, which we were talking about on the KFC episode where it's like, Oh yeah. Like so crazy. You can bong load a, a mad dog you know, but then you just bong low. You just took a fucking beer bong of a mad dog. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that now you have yeah. to deal with all that yeah. alcohol you just drank. Right. But also, I mean, it, it's it's a young man's game. Yes. Because the, those things you you were just uh, you were just more resilient. Right. And you could do things because now you mentioned mad dog. And I know we're trying to talk about four loco, but you bring mad dog. It's and in I had the same realm, though. Period where I just. Being a shithead, just thought, wow, that's so cool that I can just drink this piss poor wine that is loaded with sugar. Right. And I remember the hangovers being bad at the time when I was 19. Oh, it would kill you 19. now. You'd be in the hospital. But I would, no, yeah, there's just, I mean, I could not imagine the scenario in which I 
would willingly drink a mad dog or even a four loco even the even the new uncaffeinated there's no reason for it no it's a young man's yeah like you said it's a young man's game or a young person's game uh four loco was popular uh, absolutely across the board and the whole thing with it is like even if you were you know over the age of 21 there's like there's this thing that happens with alcohol where it's like you don't realize that you can just go to the supermarket and get it like you feel like like when you're that young, you're like it's like no, I have to drink it all like now because like you're just not used right. to being able to to get it. And four loco, you know, with the caffeine aspect of it, what it did and the problem with it is it, it wouldn't allow your body to register how drunk you were. So you could keep going and going until you're literally the Tasmanian devil from Looney Tunes tearing around an apartment you know, fucking doing whatever the fuck, you know, or whatever party you're going to make a lot of mistakes basically if you drink four loco. Right. And even to this day, I mean, the mistake is drinking one, (laughs) but back Mm -hmm. in the day, the mistakes would be made after you drank them. So let's get into it. It's yeah. And I mean, you know, you say that the energy, I guess the, uh, the classic combination is, uh, alcohol and cocaine. Right. Um, but again, I mean, cocaine is a highly illegal drug and it, I mean, yes still and very bad for you very, very bad and scary so it it's kind of like a um training wheels sort of thing where, where <laughs> hey you, you can... like four loco you should try taking three shots in a line yeah it's yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of like you're that. doing that but you're only having to do one illegal thing which is purchase the alcohol underage as opposed to in addition because cocaine is illegal for everyone first. yes yeah yeah um, there's no like cocaine dispensary like, they, like, you know, you go to the doctor. Uh, so, all right. The who, what, when, where, and why of Four Loco. And who, what, when, where, and why is exactly what you will ask yourself after drinking a couple Four Locos. You, you will be like, who, what, when, where, why? Like, why? that's literally, yeah, why being the, the, the why main might be thing. delayed. All right. So Four Loco was created in 2005 by three former members of Ohio State University fraternity Kappa Sigma. Big shocker there that uh, this came from the the belly of the beast that is the United States fraternity system. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I've I know of a couple other uh, products made that were birthed in fraternities and they all kind of have this nefarious edge to them right it's just frat guys taking because that's the thing is you take some stupid idea and then you put enough enthusiasm yeah you have like 20 guys not telling you it's a dumb idea like instead they're like oh fuck yeah let's make this a real thing yeah well also another thing that make four logo let's make four loco well another thing that people like don't realize when because you know fraternities get a bad rap you know and not to say that they're all bad or whatever but you know there's the the hazing the partying the kind of douchey fucking like idiot you know and all yeah just like the jock (laughs) mentality kind of stuff that that goes into the cliches behavior associated with it and that seems to be uh encouraged right yes seems to be part of the draw is like you get to do this bad stuff. Right. And then maybe later, you know, everyone in your fraternity will be rich and have some kind of connection. And, you know, for the rest of your life, you're like in some club or, or what have you. But what people don't realize is if you're in a fraternity, you're in college. So these are college educated people for the most part. And a lot of, you know, there's a, a, a huge amount of fraternity members that go on to be very successful. So not only do you have these guys like thinking of like, what's the craziest fucking alcohol we could make? Like, but you then you also have the 
the aspect that like, well, one of them probably knows how to fucking make it, you know, and understands like the chemistry of it. And then you'll have another one that like understands the business side of things. So it's like, not mm-hmm. only do they have the potential to create these ideas, but they have the potential to make them happen, which is the frightening part. So created by the, by these three, these three former fraternity members, their names were Jason Freeman, Jeff Wright, and Christopher Hunter. And they created the drink after being inspired by the drink called Sparks, which was advertised as an energy beer. Now, and I remember Sparks. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Sparks had the reputation of being more of like a girly drink because it tasted more like an energy drink. It wasn't like beer, but like, and so I remember like being like 16, 17 or whatever. And if you were at a party and someone had Sparks, You'd be like, oh, dude, Sparks. But, like, the thing was, they had more alcohol than fucking beer, and they got you way more wasted. But because it didn't taste bad, it got a reputation of being, like, a feminine drink. But it's still fucking gnarly caffeinated alcohol. So there was other drinks like this, but none were as brutal as Four Loco was. Like, another brand was Juice, spelled J-O-O-S-E. That was one. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think one was called Jungle Juice. (laughs) Yeah, I remember a... Yeah, because this really was, it was right when all of our high school buddies, we were all going off to different colleges, and one of them, he, for whatever reason, his college, it, it was just all juice, and he, he came right. back one break and was just talking about juice. Juice, right. Well, because <laughs> I believe it came out right before Four Loco, but the idea of, because like when Red Bull was introduced to the market, like that kind of changed everything because A, it was like a new soft drink basically. And people at clubs were getting, you know, vodka Red Bulls and like these like energy drink mixed drinks, which people soon realized like, oh, this is literally liquid cocaine. Like there's been studies done where they study the brainwaves of people that drink those drinks or a couple of them. And they realize, oh, your brain is literally going through the same things that it does when you do a bunch of cocaine and drink alcohol. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's very, very similar, but, uh, you know, they were inspired by Sparks, so the original drink that they created was called Four, and it featured four key ingredients, caffeine, grana, and taurine. Oh, and also, I almost I almost left out the fourth. How stupid would that have been? Wormwood, as in what they make absinthe out of and, like, what, like, some hallucinogens are made out of. Wormwood mm-hmm. was included as the fourth ingredient in this ship, and they were 12-ounce cans. They each one had about 6% alcohol by volume count and a decent amount of caffeine. Not that much, just a little bit. But four instantly flopped because there was already sparks, there was already juice. The four didn't stand out among them, and no one cares about Wormwood, you know, unless you're, like, mm-hmm. a, like a geek or, like, into, like, Lord of the Rings and, like you know, wearing like a cabbie hat and stuff and, like, and wormwood is kind of disputed about its, its hallucinogenic properties are very disputed. Right. So it, some it, people exactly. say it, it will make you trip or whatever. And then some people say it doesn't do anything. So yeah. You know, who and knows? Then also it was, it was only called four. It's like they were missing something a little crazy. <laughs> Exactly. So after four flopped, the three barons of blackout regrouped and decided to improve it. So in 2008, they reintroduced the drink as four loco. The drink now came in a 24 ounce neon camouflage tall can that boasted a 12% ABV, including 156 milligrams of caffeine and all sorts of flavors. You're talking Cherries, lemonades, blue raspberries, watermelon, which was the worst one. Uh, you know, there, there is so many. And again, when you, it's like, 
I'm always against like all these government, you know, anti-smoking and anti-booze ads and stuff where it's like, oh, we shouldn't have flavored stuff. It advertises to kids. So what? <laughs> you know, like, so what? We, we need those flavors. Like, what if, like, Four loco, like, if Four loco just tasted like whatever the chemicals they made the, the drink out of, no one would buy that shit. No one would buy anything if, if it just it's tasted like that. It's for the like kid that. at heart. Yes. The kid at heart. <laughs> it's for the kid at liver, you know, is, is, what, is what it's really for there. So, basically, when you drink a tall, like, 24 ounces of 12% alcohol and 156 milligrams of caffeine, you're pretty much drinking four beers and two cups of coffee at once. That, like, and that, that's a little, that that's a little, like, excessive. Um, I mean, as far as, I mean, obviously, that's excessive to drink that. But it's excessive as far as the count. It's a little bit less than that. But give or take four beers, two cups of coffee per can. You know, and the mm-hmm. tendency with cans is like no one just drinks one can of anything. And then it, and it's also getting in and going back to the harder drugs is, you know, you've always hear there's just always sort of been this uh, desire chemically to mix, you know, an upper and a downer, a stimulant and a depressant. So alcohol, while out al- and this is just very basic, but, you know, alcohol might make you at first feel crazy because it's it's loosening your inhibition so you might have this energy to do something wild or yeah or the desire to yeah it's truly um an inhibitor it's a downer yeah Um, as i get older that's what i notice about the beers they just put me right to sleep but (laughs) it it it's just it's it does bad things to your body when you're trying to go up and down at the same time right that's how you break the the elevator (laughs) the sensation uh, it's kind of mixing because then it's giving you that energy that the downer is lagging in. Right. So bad idea. Right. No, well, terrible idea. But also, you know, the thing is, if you get so drunk to the point where your inhibitions are lowered and like you're starting to do crazy things or want to, there's a good chance that you might pass out before you do that or you'll feel a little sick or you'll just be too lazy to do it or too drunk to pull anything off. But with this caffeine, now all of a sudden it's like Popeye spinach and like you can you can work through the part where you would normally be blacked out, now you're up. So the lights are on, no one's home. And that's yes. kind of the whole thing with, with Four Loco. And very quickly, it earned the nickname Blackout in a Can, Liquid Cocaine. Uh, there's all sorts of nicknames for it. There was, like, it, it instantly gained a reputation. All it took was a couple hundred people to get absolutely fucked on it. And then it just exploded. Because it was first introduced in New York bodegas and later in liquor stores across the country. And sales exploded. In 2009, one year after its release, Four Loco raked in $45 million. One year later, in 2010, that jumped to a whopping $100 million. More than double what it had sold. So it is growing. And again, this is still with the caffeine, folks. There is... Terrible shit happening all over the fucking place. And again, there's not a person that got wasted on Four Loco one night that doesn't have a fucked up story about it. You know what I mean? It's just like this this terrible beast a, drink. It was a new and exciting time. Yes. Yeah, that none of us can remember. And I wonder why. As profits and popularity skyrocketed, so did the negative reputation of the so-called blackout in a can. Lawsuits arose and public concern grew. Politicians around the country rallied to get the drink banned in their states, including, most famously, Assemblyman Felix Ortiz from New York, who drank Four loco under doctor supervision as a publicity stunt. He fell ill and was given three slices of pizza and a nap to be cured. Which, like, like, okay, first of all, 
he didn't even drink that much, okay? And, like, it's this big thing. This drink is so awful, blah, blah, blah. And it's because of the underage people. Like, because, again, people that were of age to go to bars and stuff weren't really drinking this. Like, it wasn't really that. Like, the oldest person really going crazy on Four Loco might have been, like, 25. You know what I mean? It's it just not that kind of a thing. You know, they weren't serving it in bars. It was a something you drink in the wash, you know, <laughs> like before your parents get home. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a, it's something that your friend can show up to the party with like two tall cans of it in his backpack. And like, that's enough for like four of you. It's economic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the other problem. They were only like two, three container. bucks. They were only like two yeah. to three dollars. So it's, um, it's, so I, I watched that Felix Ortiz video because there was a whole <laughs> news segment and yeah, publicity stunt is exactly what it is. Cause They've got him. It's really funny to watch because they've got him in a doctor's room. He's got the EKGs on him. And he's drinking a Four loco, which is just funny in itself. What flavor? Do you you remember? I don't remember what flavor. um, But probably the red one. You know, they're they're taking his vital. They're just taking it really seriously because this is the type of thing as a politician. I without really knowing what I'm talking about. It feels like a real easy uh cause you right. know you're like this i got this in the bag like who's gonna stop you know this one's gonna make me look like a good guy a, <laughs> a moral person so you gotta go for it and so that video it was definitely well done i could see how you just as a parent would it would stoke your concern you know and then right. seeing this this uh older um, it's assemblyman the- just kind of and he, he gets ill but then they don't even show the puking which is lame I mean if they of course to really, not and he only had one you know, right like he just drank one can I thought it was or he's two, like I'm gonna but- sit here and fucking get wasted on <laughs> which, yeah, which and, is funny for like a politician to do that right they could have got him super drunk he kind of he does the thing the trying to walk in a straight line oh thing, which just seems you know, it's so dumb, but I mean, I guess like that is what police officers still do. I don't know if there is, if that's, is, is field sobriety. I don't even know if that's, if that's a thing you know, anymore. Things, yes, that's a thing. You know, like standing on your, yeah, they still standing, do that. I feel like, what? I feel like you just can blow into the, the thing now. And okay. Get your well, blood alcohol first of all, content. folks never drive drunk. Okay. We never do that. It's very bad. But the thing is, if you're ever in a situation where the police ask you to get out of the car and they're going to run the field sobriety test on you. You're already over. It's already fucking over for you, dude. Like they're that, just they're, they're just kind of giving you a courtesy. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you already lost. If if you're but yeah yeah, when you're standing yeah. on one foot with your finger on your nose, you're wasted. Like that's it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So then he, you know, the camera cuts and says right after the cut, he you know he he vomited and then he has the pizza and. <laughs> I need pizza. It's really funny. Yeah. I, can you imagine the doctor like fucking like? There's like a gurney blasting through the hospital with like a hot pizza on the box. It's like, we got to get it to the emergency room. Stat! It's like, wait, slicer, like handing him the pizza slicer. It's like Dixie There's cup no full slicer. of water. You got to get scissors. And yeah. And like- then they gave him a nap and it's like, dude, okay. You make it sound all harsh, but it's like, yeah, that is, that's the cure. Like that's the, that's the antidote for fucking four just, loco. It's pizza and nap. Yeah. I just wish they had filmed him with pizza grease on his chin and like wrapped up in a blanket, you know, like, right. I feel like that could have maybe driven the the point home better. Maybe he didn't even throw up and he just had like a wild time and was like flirting with the nurses and like dancing and like, (laughs) and it's like, show me the morgue. 
Yeah, it's too scandalous to his image. Yeah, he's like, oh, it, fuck. It, <laughs> I drank two Four Locos. It's suspicious that they would cut it. You know, you could always censor the vomiting. Right, but, yes. Yeah. It, and it, then it's like if he's worried about being embarrassed, you know, it's why did why'd you do that in the first place? Right. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it, exactly. Funny, well, funny he, yeah, because he probably thought that he could, like, be stronger than the Loco. And I'm going to tell you right now, folks, you are never stronger than the original <laughs> Four Loco. It will win every <laughs> single win time. Every time. But going back to real quick to field sobriety tests, uh, I feel like a good one for Four Loco, like, if, like to see if someone's wasted on it, like – this should go across the board, actually, for alcohol. They should see if you could do the Edmund Fitzgerald on karaoke. Like, if you could do all, like, 11 minutes of, of Gordon Lightfoot's Edmund Fitzgerald on karaoke, like, you should be allowed to go home. Uh, or, you know, at, at least do an encore before you go to jail. So, the great blackout of 2010. After mounting lawsuits and negative press, the creators of Four Loco agreed to remove the caffeine, taurine, guarana from the beverage. The death of Four Loco proper was announced on November 17th, 2010, and once again, we were safe. But boo. Yeah, yeah and, boo. And, and I, and I, there was memorials. Because, right, because I just I remember at that time then just every shithead friend I had just kind of making you know, knowingly making way much bigger of a deal about it. Yeah, know, like, oh, man, dude, they're going to fucking... <laughs> it's just like, dude, like, I never... Like, by the time they had took, taken the caffeine out, I never wanted to even see a Four loco again. Right. The, the most I think I ever drank... Because, I mean, yes, like, I'm not going to... I'm not acting like I'm Superman here, but it's like... The thing with, like, I didn't need to drink more than, than two of them because I, I, I physically couldn't... Not because it was getting me so wasted... It's because they're disgusting. It's like melted candy with like a little castor oil in it. It's like they're it's so gross. <laughs> yeah. No, they're so gr- I mean, energy drinks are something that I've never really gotten used to the taste and I will drink sometimes uh, you know when if I'm working and it's like you're going to work 18 hours which you know occasionally I will do and then oh there's a tub of Red Bulls, you know, I might need to crack one. But they, right. that taste is so unnatural. And yes. then you mix that with a malt beverage, which I'm sure their only qualifier was alcohol content and just making that weird, bizarre, artificial candy sweetened taste. So, yeah, yeah nothing. There's but there's, there's no again, redeeming quality. I, yeah, that's the thing. Also, like with the, you know, a double down or any kind of nasty thing, especially when you're younger and is you're kind of. Yeah, you're kind of. Like, oh, I, it's so gross. Drink more. Right. You know, what is that? What is that? Well, and the, there's like a little angel and devil four loco can on either of your shoulders. And one's telling you to have one more. No, just have one more. And the other, the devil side is like, just have one more. So either way, you're going to like yeah. do the bad yeah. thing, but just for like different reasons. But it all has the same result. And that's the it's thing, kind of, folks. Yeah. It's kind of, or sorry, what were you saying? Oh, well, I, I, you know, I was going to say, with this being a culture dump and all, and this is going to be a short one, folks. This isn't like a swing revival type episode. But the reason why, it's because now you walk into a liquor store, anyone does. I mean, people still obviously drink the stuff even without the caffeine, but like it's now just something that you walk by seeing next to all the beers. It's not like this standout thing, whereas 
you know, 2008 to 2010, it was like, oh, shit, there's the Four loco, Or, like, you would there's... go to the good liquor store because they had, like, eight flavors instead of four or, or what have you. Or yeah. they'd come out with uh-huh. it. Like, I remember when they came out with Blueberry. It was like, oh, shit, I got to get the fucking Blueberry one. And, like, all that. I don't even know if they had the Blueberry one with caffeine because chances are I'm guilty of drinking an uncaffeinated Four loco at least yeah, I could, at one I could point. <laughs> I think I did. I think I did too, as well, because at some point you're kind of the novelty of it, and then you're also. Re- but then you realize that it's not doing the same thing, and then what yeah, the, and that's the why. What the, what the hell am I doing? With what the hell life? am I doing drinking this shit? Yeah, why am I drinking this shit? Yeah, I could take three shots super fast, no problem, and like chase it with a little bit of like natural fruit juice, or I could drink twenty four ounces of literally toxic sludge. And get the same effect. So it's like, you know, there's no payoff in drinking Four Loco now. I do know that it was it was a it was a long time coming, the Four Loco, because I now I remember before Four Loco came out, something my friends and I would do is we would take no dose the uh, <laughs> caffeine supplements. And Brutal. We would, pop, we would pop those before a night of binge drinking. And so that that would we were kind of making our own Right. Well, and and also really bad. I remember um, sidewalk slams was it was a thing. So a sidewalk slam, (laughs) you would you would get a 40 ounce in a Red Bull or if you were crazy, because, again, this is before four loco, you would get a 40 ounce in a sparks. And so you would drink the four loco down to like the label or another four loco, the 40. You would drink it down to the label and then you would pour in the Red Bull into the bottle and like give it like a quick turnover and then now you have a sidewalk slam and some people started doing it with sparks which would make it even fucking crazier so yes mixing alcohol with energy drinks was something that was coming up and it was only a matter of time before someone like frankenstein the ultimate fucking like silver bullet to the werewolf of our <laughs> youth and and now of course you know we're adults and we do um adderall and craft cocktails yeah so yeah, yeah. You know. Who's to say? Yeah. What we're really what, what what's better? Honestly, like maybe I'm just being a snob. So Four Loco was left with over thirty million dollars in unsold inventory, and stores across the country saw a surge in Four Loco purchases, many of which fueled a Four Loco black market. Now this was a huge thing. I completely remember this happening when it was announced that the caffeine was going to be taken out, and it wasn't because they had to. They just wanted to get ahead of all these lawsuits that were falling in, and they were like, "Look, it's either they like force us." to do this or you know which would probably hurt sales because like that could just lead to them getting outright banned in a lot of places so like no let's just take it out that way there's no reason to ban us you know what I mean? Because like Smirnoff ices and things like that, there were flavored like malt liquor drinks out there. But Four Loco was the only one that would make you like steal a cop car and like fucking, you know, uh, <laughs> flirt, flirt with your fucking friend's grandma or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? It was or, Yeah. Puke, puke in the plant. I explained the black because the black market because my roommate, my current roommate, have known for a very long time. I remember he had a couple of the original ones. Yeah, with with the stuff, and then when the change happened, he had he just held onto them in his fridge for a really long time, <laughs> saving this go, for a special night. Yes, which and I mean I don't I f- I feel like whatever that night was was really stupid. The, when he finally drank it. But I just remember it was a constant. There was just this period of time where we'd go over, go to the fridge, still there. And so it was something that it was very exciting to just kind of think about 
that it it still existed in his fridge. Yes, like I I still like in case of emergency, like in case there's ever an emergency where you need to absolutely be asshole pants down blackout drunk, like break glass and drink that four loco yeah, like that March you've been 13th saving. Yeah, March 13th of 2020 would have been yeah. Nice <laughs> yeah. for a four loco. Oh uh, god, uh, yeah, no, except you would have fucking had such a hangover and then everything would have been closed. You know what I mean? You'd have been like, oh, fuck. But, uh, you know, it's like, well, there was a, a famous restaurant and bar in New York. I believe um, Eddie Huang. Uh, oh, man, I, I can't remember the guy's name, but he like would serve for loco at the bar. And so he bought like $30,000 worth of this shit, like crates and crates of four loco from uh, all the local stores around the restaurant and bar and did like all you could drink for loco things where you'd buy like a wristband i know which is just like fight fest i mean like the band i I used to be in sons of the bitch the way we would get people to come to our shows is we had a giant like punch dispenser and i would pour in like everclear a couple four locos and like a big thing of tampico and we'd give that out for free and we call it fight juice and like that was like (laughs) that was like the whole thing or we call it punch or sons of the punch or punch of the bitch uh which whichever you know whatever it was but it's still like this idea of like mixing oh yeah but then also 99 cent store had like liquid no dose. And so we'd get that and dump it in. And it was just, it's just like terrible shit that no one needs to be doing. But yes, there was like a four loco surge and like people on eBay started selling it and people would buy up these crates and be posting it on Craigslist. Um, and yeah, there was definitely like a, a legit four loco black market. And I mean, that happens with all sorts of stuff. I mean, people do that with fucking like McDonald's sauce and like everything nowadays because the internet has just made the world a marketplace. So when something is no longer available, it still is just for a pretty penny on the internet. But four loco had a special thing because it wasn't necessarily going away. It just wasn't going to be as good. And it was the end of an era that couldn't have come sooner, <laughs> to be honest. Like there was no reason for this shit to to exist because there was all these horror stories you'd see it in the news all the time or and again like you know everyone has a bad story about four loco i accidentally broke my friend's nose on four loco we were laying on the floor like babies literally like babies on the floor that you know if two moms set their babies down next to each other on the carpet and my friends kind of like reaching over and like play hitting me and i was so four locoed out that my arms felt like tube socks with like a billiard ball in the end so i'm just like swinging around like these fucking you know my fists like with no control and i bopped him in the nose and to this day he has like an owen wilson nose i feel terrible but yeah there's all these horror stories but the thing is while most of the four loco urban legends were just hearsay of wasted college students around the country there were more than a few instances of four loco causing real harm this is where it gets not funny folks uh and don't laugh at any of this stuff because this is this is serious and this is sad and this is why caffeinated alcohol is not good and why four loco will never be the same why it's a culture dump let's start with number one in 2010 23 year old michael mustica of new jersey sued the makers of four loco which is known as fusion projects fusion spelt with a ph because it's fat uh he drank two and a half four locos and developed heart arrhythmia it's like his heart will never beat the same because like he claims because of two and a half four locos which is a shit ton also folks uh colloquialism if you drink more than one four loco you say how many four like you multiply the four by how many you drank so if you drank two four locos you got eight locoed um oh. we're gonna speak to a guy a little later in the episode who was 16 locoed um, oh my god yeah wait do you remember there was even a there was that rap group three loco oh it was no andy milanakis oh yes um 
Dirt Nasty, who's also an actor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's in Scary Movie. uh, He's in Scary Movie 3. And then Riff Raff. (laughs) Right. Riff Raff. And they were three loco. And that definitely was a reference to four loco because that came out. Right then, you know, yeah. A year or two, that band, yeah. Well, and also the Four loco like, can, you know, we'll just, like, just to talk about that for a second, it had, like, a striking instant classic, instant, like, burn into your memory. Like, that's, like, all you'll remember after a night of drinking Four loco is you reaching to this neon orange can, color theme to whatever flavor it is, and you pulling it out of the fridge, and that's the last thing you'll remember. <laughs> and then, and then mm, you wake up in yeah. a pile of whatever. Um, and... Yeah, I feel like it was primed for a lot of rappers to get into it. And, you know, at the top of this episode, we played a little bit of a Four Loco rap song. Four Loco had its own, like, subsect of rap music during that time. There was so many Four Loco rap songs. I can't find... One came out before all the rest, obviously, um, but I I couldn't find it. It's, like, too... It's buried too deep in the internet, but it was, like, we get Loco on Four Loco because Four Loco is that shit, but I I couldn't find that one, so I found the next best thing. But back to the sad stuff. So, 2010, 20-year-old Jason Kieran from Florida accidentally, uh, allegedly, shot himself after drinking three cans of Four Loco during a 30-hour binge, which essentially, let's just say, three Four Locos in a day. His parents sued the beverage company as well. So now that's two lawsuits with heavy, heavy, you know, charges against the company. But, you know, surge, you know, sales are surging. Now, in 2010, and we have a little news sample for this, nine girls from Washington State University were hospitalized after having a Four loco party, and one of them almost died. That's really hectic. It's a whole group of them. People thought that they were drugged at first. Uh, when other people would start showing up to the party, like, that these girls were throwing, they were like, whoa, what's going on here? Like, there, there's a, you know, you'll hear in this this clip here a, a a male student being like, yeah, like everyone was like zombies. They're falling out left and right. Like we thought they were roofied. Like this is really fucking crazy. So let's take a listen to the local news uh, talking about these nine girls from Washington State University. Two and a half weeks ago, freshmen from Central Washington University held a party at this vacation home. School officials now say they were drinking four loco mixed with hard liquor. The scene quickly turned chaotic as students began vomiting and passing out. Nine were rushed to the hospital. One almost died. It was feared they'd been drugged. The girls, it was like something I've never seen before. They were, they're almost like they were zombies. They were just passed out. Like they couldn't really function. So that's terrifying. Uh, and that could have gone really bad. And again, folks, these are just the stories that I found like in like a top tier search. You know what I mean? I, there's countless stories of terrible things happening because of four loco. And again, it's, it's not because the alcohol was so strong. It's well, it is, but it's also, it's, it's the caffeine. That is the problem because what it did was it, it didn't allow your body to naturally shut down when you had too much. It allowed you to push through. So any mistake you would have made being blackout drunk, you will make because now you're not blackout. You're up and moving around and talking and getting, getting in the mix of things. And that is the dangerous part of this, you know, because it's like, again, you're a fucking zombie. This is 28 days later. In 2011, 15-year-old Aaron Sains and 16-year-old Chelsea Taylor were found dead in a vacant 
California apartment beside an empty can of Four Loco. <laughs> now, I mean, whoa, okay, I okay, mean, okay. okay. This, let me just say about this one, okay? <laughs> There's obviously something else going on there. One can will not kill two, like, teenagers in their fucking prime. There was other drugs involved, but this fell in line during the Four Loco panic. Yeah. You right. know, because like other other bad things were happening. So when you find two underage kids with an empty can of alcohol that's already in the news for being terrible and doing awful things to people, it just became like two teens die after drinking four loco. But that's a very tricky, you know, journalistic thing that they do there. Two teens die after drinking four loco. They didn't say two teens die from drinking four loco. So that's like a way mm. you can, you know, make a headline. To, that's called clickbait, folks. Uh, <laughs> right that's there. Some early clickbait. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got you got the opportunity and the story's rolling. So yeah, I mean the one can, empty can, it sounds like there needs to be a little more to that story. Yeah, well, there but, 100% is. I mean, I guess both kids kind of had a history of getting mixed up in bad stuff and there was some other drugs, I think pills were involved, but it's also like kind of like a really fucked up uh Romeo and Juliet kind of a thing <laughs> like you it know It does nothing f Yeah, it does nothing for the image of Four Loco. That's for sure. Except like again though, you know, there's the kind of positive. Well, there's the there's the backside of that where it's like, "Oh shit, this shit's killing kids." Like, we got to get it. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> like it like it all fuels itself. It's a never-ending cycle of like, "Hey, this is really bad. Hey, I want it more." You know what I mean? It's like it goes hand in hand. We see that all the time with anything. In 2011, Houston mother LaShonda Allen was charged with child endangerment after her 20-month-old daughter got into her Four loco and fell seriously ill. Almost died. Mom was drinking a little Four loco, left the can on the table, went out to chat with the neighbors, came back in, and the baby was shit-faced. And so that's Aww. that's really bad. Uh, babies ruin everything. I mean, they, they yeah. First they mistake: don't have a baby. Tide pods. Yeah, I mean they just Tide pods, <laughs> dude. Babies didn't ruin Tide pods. Fucking like fourteen year olds stuff. on Snapchat did. Yeah. But also, like, I don't give a fuck about Tide pods. Like, I, I never used one. Never would. <laughs> I guess in comparison, this is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. This is something you're supposed to consume. That's the that's the <laughs> whole difference. Now this one's the the kind of the saddest one. Um in 2012, Michael Trulick from Maryland fell out of a moving car while attempting to throw up, and he was hit by a passing car. He was 13 years old. Now, in Four Locos defense, obviously it's heavily labeled, you know, drink responsibly, blah, blah, blah. It's meant to be drank by people that are of age to purchase alcohol, 21 and up adults, you know, uh, you know, for the most part. Right, and right. so, you know, there, there is something to say for it's like, yes, well, obviously, you know, a 13 year old and keep in mind, this is 2012. So this is long after uh, the caffeine was taken out. Same with with the mother in Houston, you know, this is after there, there wasn't any caffeine in it, but the alcohol content is still incredibly strong and there's so much sugar in it that it will make you seriously ill anyways. So to be 13 and to drink a four loco, like, yes, that was definitely not intended, but it is very tragic when, you know, a, a kid dies of, of anything. That's very but, sad. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's super sad, but again, you know, four loco was not designed for 13 year olds to drink. It's barely designed for people of age to drink. So, right. you know what I mean? Like, so there's that, but yeah, fell out of a car and was hit by another car. So rest in peace to, to young Michael. Um, you know, it, it, that's sad, but we're going to, we're going to 
cheer it up now. We're, we're going to bring it back up. I feel like we'll, we'll lighten things up with some campfire stories. And uh, this is a, a little segment on the Four Loco Culinary Dump that we're going to call Tales from the Tall Can. Our first tale is that of young Nicole, who had a wild night with their friend that led to a very quiet ride home. So I was about 18, 19 years old. Um, this is in Burbank, like... 13 years ago, 12 years ago. Um, my mom was in town at this shitty little hotel in Burbank staying for a couple of nights. Um, and I had nowhere to party and I had a, a really good friend of mine at the time with me. And um, I convinced my mom to buy her, me and my friend some Four Locos, two cans each, which for my 19-year-old body or 18-year-old body, that's a fuckload. I mean, even one is a lot. Um, so we get to drinking them. Um, the last thing I really remember is just us being in the jacuzzi downstairs, me and my friend, and we were just fucking like god awful fucked up we were just cat witch cackling at the top of our lungs about god knows what and eventually the um <clears throat> desk management came and made us go back up to the hotel room where they told us that they were going to kick us out if we weren't if we didn't be quiet so we go back up to the hotel room and i pretty much remember my mom's already asleep but it's just like a two bed, you know, regular old hotel room. And the me and my friend just started making out. And I feel like the only time as someone who's like a heterosexual female, the only times I've really, really decided to make out with my girlfriends is probably night, you know, a night like having a couple of four locos when you're just a teenager. So we started making out. We didn't even, I didn't, that's kind of, yeah, where it stops. Um, and then we were just probably obnoxious and ridiculous until God, until we passed out pretty much. Um, in the morning, you know, I'm like waking up in a hotel bed with my best friend and my mom's in the other bed. And it was kind of just one of those like, don't ask, don't tell type of situations. Um, and my mom and I never, ever really talked about it. Um, me and my friend, of course, like over the years laughed about it here and there. Um, but it was just a couple of years ago. So almost a decade later, I finally got like the balls to just like confront my mom about it. Like just to fuck, you know, for the fuck of it. And my mom, I was like, mom, so did you like see me and uh, my friend like making out that night? And she said, yeah, I did. And for a lot, a lot of the night, I was just pretending to be asleep. Um, and then you guys eventually fell asleep. And that's how I was able to finally go to sleep. And I was just like, fuck me, man. Making out in front of your fucking mom while you're not even old enough to drink and uh fucking a that happened <laughs> so that's pretty much it <laughs> oh nicole 
If only someone had warned her about the dangers of Four Loco. Let's visit our next story. That is one of a boy named Chance, who after a night of Four Loco chicken, learned never get 16 loco. All right, so the year was 2010. I was underage, I think I was about 20 years old. And me, Ryan, and Ronnie decided it was a good idea for me to get beat up on TV by an MMA fighter for money. So we headed to Hollywood and we sat outside of a casting agency for about three hours trying to get on Bully Beatdown. The whole time, Ryan is going on and on about how this, or this new bum wine that's on the market and it is the craziest shit in the world. It's like 15% and it is full of caffeine and taurine and all sorts of bad shit for you. <laughs> and uh, so being the young, ambitious alcoholic that I was at the time, we decided to ditch the, the, well, ditch the audition and go back to a community pool in Valencia where I would attempt to get 16 loco. Uh, so that's what we did. We, uh, we drove over there and um, I drank two. The first two went down great. I felt like a fucking champion of the universe. And then as the third one started going down is when all the mayhem started. I was ashing cigs in the jacuzzi. I was dumping it on my head. I was picking on the homeowners of the community that actually paid for the pool to be there. <laughs> and just being an over, all in all obnoxious douchebag in general. So after this, I decided, or I'm, I'm actually completely out of my mind at this point. I, I don't remember anything. My soul left my body at this point. I was not there. Chance Buchan was not operating the vehicle <laughs> at this moment. And uh, at some point, I fell through a window and gashed my arm open. Shit was gaping, just dripping all over the fucking place. And my idea of how to fix this problem was to call everybody in my phone at 2 a.m., to get them to come sew me up with a needle and thread instead of just going to the hospital like a fucking normal human being. Way too fucking wasted. I mean, I wasn't there, so I wasn't there. <laughs> My body was too wasted, but I wasn't too wasted. Anyways, uh, next thing I know, I'm waking up. It's in the morning. I'm waking up in the passenger seat of my truck. I'm parked the wrong way on the road, about four feet away from the curb, like literally in the middle of the road. And my buddy mom comes out and sternly demands that I come inside and get cleaned up. So that, that's what I did. I cleaned up, I bandaged myself up, ate some breakfast, had no idea what I did the night before really, and uh, thought everything was grand. And then all of a sudden I get blindsided by a two hour long intervention from a family I knew for probably about a year, maybe. <laughs> they, had, they figured it out. They're like, ah, oh, I know it's exactly what's wrong with you. You, need, you drink too fucking much. So, uh, anyways, uh, the intervention worked. I, uh, I realized I was out of my fucking mind. I was doing some crazy shit. I needed to get my life together. So I became the male equivalent of a stripper. I ended up joining the U.S. military and drinking Four Locos internationally like a pro. Four Loco absolutely, without a doubt, saved my life. I would have never reached rock bottom without, without it. Oh, Chance, I guess every Four loco cloud has its silver lining. Thank you for your service. Join us next time on Tales from the Tall Can. 
So there you have it, folks. You got some tales of the tall boy. You got the hard facts about Four Loco. You got the history of it. And, um, you know, my advice, what does it all mean? I, I mean, it means that there's just certain limits that aren't meant to be tested. You know, I mean, we with like Jolt Cola, you know, it's like the first like energized, you know, caffeinated, you know, soda. You weren't That wasn't supposed to happen. Energy drinks aren't even really supposed to happen. They're terrible for you. They're kidney clenchers. It's like it's, it's the worst thing that you could put into your body. But when you mix it with an immense amount of alcohol, you put a young, fresh look on it and it's promoted amongst kind of the the crowd of people in society that drink the most bad things are bound to happen. So why do we keep doing that? Why do we keep, you know, tempting, you know, poking the, the dog with a stick? Why do we keep doing that? It's because it's, I'll, I'll tell you why. Cause we're, we're stuck here on this planet earth, on this spinning piece and, of shit. And some people just can't handle it. Can't raw dog reality. <laughs> and, uh, you, Sometimes you're just trying to find an escape and, um, you know, you're, you, there's no DMT around. There's levels to it, you know? Yeah, cocaine's there's illegal. There's all different kinds of substances and ways to do it. And so I think, you know, it, I don't think it'll be the last we see. It, and then, of course, it, it's perfect for the news because when something like that starts to get traction, the news is going to love it. And right. You're going to want to pick up on it because it's something to be concerned about for the parents. Yeah. And... It, there always it has will, to be the, something the wrong cycle, with the kids. Like the, kids, the cycle will happen yeah. again. It, it, ex- exactly. And if it's not, you know, I mean, I think about like buzz balls now. Or you mentioned like Mad Dog. That that reminds me of like yeah. like Ooh. the drink Cisco or Thunderbird or like any of these like bum wines as they're known, where it's just like so much alcohol packed into a tiny little package. And that's kind of the closest we'll see um, of this kind of four loco style drink, but. It's it's for the best that it doesn't have caffeine. And also, folks, I guess the lesson to be learned here is next time you're in a liquor store and you're looking for someone to drink and you see those camouflage tall boys, just keep on walking there. You have no business drinking that. No one does. But, you know, for Loco, they also have released a bunch of other products, you know, through their uh you know, the conglomerate yeah, going. Yeah, fusion going. projects. They so they came out with a hangover cure a little bit too late on that one. It's like a it's like a little shot that you take. They also came out with four loco like hard liquor shots. So it's like you like I mean, which would suck to confuse with the hangover shot. It's very confusing. And they also recently uh, in the wake of the new drink. Well, you know, there's new alcohol trends all the time. Right. Like right now it's White Claws and seltzers, you know, like that whole kind of no calorie, no sugar deal where you could drink like a hundred of them seemingly, you know, that that's kind of the deal. And Four Loco came out with their own and they claim, and they are correct, it's the hardest seltzer. They say oh, the yeah. hardest hard <laughs> seltzer. So they're I still like it. relishing in their reputation of being this company that gets you absolutely plastered, you know? Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, I guess that's the, the good business sense or something. Yeah, I mean, and I think they even I make smaller they, cans now too, so you can get like a six pack. But like, because I mean, just the cans are all very bright. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of. Yeah, it looks like candy. Yeah, the oh strawberry lemonade. That's the one I remember. It's like the it's the camo, and it's got white, pink, and yellow. Yes, and I just I remember that can. Ugh. So I mean. Watermelon was the one I always had, which was like honestly like the worst one. It was like green and red and and white and black or something. But the can is iconic. They have a four loco black. I wonder if that's like 
Coffee. That'd be funny if it was coffee flavored or something. But they couldn't have. <laughs> or they're like, listen, we can't add caffeine to alcohol. So let's add alcohol to caffeine. Like, no, this isn't a caffeinated alcoholic drink. This is an alcoholic coffee. And like, they just like flip it on a loophole. <laughs> and now it you're. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't say what it is. It just says black. Oh, <laughs> God, because there's like coffee Jaeger, but I don't think I again, I don't think you're allowed to put caffeine in it. There was too many bad things that happened and just the reputation got got to be such. And also Four Loco was like, you know, the leader of, of all those kind of energized alcoholic drinks. So for them to like take the step to remove all that stuff, it kind of like sets a, the precedent for everyone else where it's like, well, we're not wanna, we don't want to be the last ones like killing people out here. So let's all remove it. You know, so now there's no more juice, no more sparks. Uh, there's still Four Loco, but it's not the same. So that is. I mean, the- we basically live through prohibition is what. Yeah, you know, yeah, our prohibition. Yeah, that. Yeah, we basically like four loco was like bootleg gin served out of someone's bathtub that would like make you go blind. Yes, exactly. It's like absinthe, like everything that people say absinthe does, like the green fairy and all that. No, four loco actually did that. Like four loco would actually put you on Jupiter, whereas absinthe just gets you really drunk, makes me kind of tired and it tastes like black licorice. You know, that's that's all. All I think of is just how disgusting my burps would be if 32 year old me drank a four loco we should have drank one on this episode i'm Uh, glad we didn't um (laughs) because i really think that this would have just i think drinking a four loco at this phase of my life would completely destroy my digestive system i'm holding out if uh i guess if my high school buddies if we ever get together We've we've been t- we we used to drink Barton's and Sunny D. And Barton's is a very low shelf vodka, oh, and uh, every once in a while someone brings it up and they threaten like we're gonna get together and we're gonna do the Barton's and Sunny D. But then someone chickens out and then it all just goes away. Yeah, but yeah, because no one wants to do that. If someone still had an original Four Loco, I mean, yeah, I would drink one. But I wonder. Ten years no later. I bet they're still good. I mean, there's so much like you could probably stock a bunker with four loco and like live off of it for a while. Right. How would you know if it went bad? Because it tastes so shit in the first. <laughs> yeah. Place. Ooh, this made me feel really gross. I think it went bad. It's like, nah, it's just <laughs> what it does. Oh, this tastes really bad. Maybe it went. Maybe it went sour. Nah, that's just how it tastes. Like, yeah. There's, there's literally no way of telling. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, this concludes another culinary dump brought to you by Culture Dumps. I'm Ryan Lichten. Was of course joined by Parks Miller and our guests Nicole and Chance. Now, I want to plug them really quick for custom, handmade, very unique leather goods such as jewelry, purses, bolo ties, and tons more stuff. Make sure you check out Nicole's website, droolball.com. And if you need something expertly welded, make sure you check out Chance. His Instagram is lucky underscore chance 13. Thank you guys for being on the show. For exclusive Podcast 99 and Culture Dumps materials, sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com slash culture dumps. Follow us on Instagram at culture dumps. And if you have any suggestions, questions, or complaints, send them on over to culturedumps at gmail.com. Remember, folks, if you ate it up, we dump it out. Four Loco is a potent combination of alcohol and caffeine, a fruity-flavored drink popular on college campuses. Some call it blackout in a can. I blacked out. I don't really remember much of the night.